Section 86 of A Fair Mystery. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. A Fair Mystery by Bertha M. Clay. Chapter 86 Silent Love Rewarded. Five years have passed since the occurrence of the events recorded in the preceding chapter. Lord Vivian's place was filled, his name forgotten. Flowers bloomed fair and fragrant on the grave of Lady Doris. The Earl and Countess had drawn themselves more from public life, and found their happiness in the midst of their children. The Duchess seemed to have renewed her youth in those same children and was never so happy as when she could carry one or two of them off with her to Downsbury Castle. One autumn day, Matty Brace stood at the little gate that led from the garden to the meadow. The sun was shining, and the red-brown leaves were falling from the trees. She was thinking of Earl, how prosperous, how fortunate he had been during these last few years, when he had worked with all his heart to drown his sorrow. How he had worked! and now he reaped the reward of all industry success the critics and the public hailed him as the greatest poet of the day in the house of commons he was considered a brilliant leader a brilliant speaker he had speculated too and all his speculations turned out well he had sent his last poem to mattie and told her he should come to hear her opinion from her own lips so it was not a great surprise to her on that bright autumn day to see him crossing the meadows How many years had she waited for them there? She thought him altered They had written to each other constantly, but they had not met since the tragedy He was older his face had more strength and power with less brightness She thought him handsomer though so much of the light of youth had died away from him he held out his hand to her in loving greeting and then he bent down and kissed her face Such a kind sweet face Matty he said and it is sweeter than ever now He spoke truly Matty brace had never been a pretty girl But she was not far from being a beautiful woman the rich brown hair was smooth and shining as satin The kindly face had an expression of noble resolve that made it beautiful the brown eyes were clear and luminous the lips were sensitive and sweet Earl looked at her with critical eyes You please me very much matty. He said do you know what I've come all the way from London to ask you? No, she replied in all simplicity that I do not I Want you to be my wife dear. I know all that lies between us if I cannot offer you the enthusiastic worship of a first love I can and do offer you the truest and deepest affection that a man can give I Always liked you, but of late I've begun to think that you are the only woman in the world to me Can I make you happy Earl she asked gently? Yes, I'm sure of it But I'm not beautiful she said sadly an expression of pain came over his face Beauty oh Matty, what is it? besides you are beautiful in my eyes be my wife Mattie. I will make you very happy It was not likely that she would refuse seeing that she had loved him for years They were married much to the delight of Lord and Lady Lindley 
now earl has a beautiful house of his own his name is honored in the land his wife is the sweetest and kindest of women his children are fair and wise he has one golden-haired girl whom they call doris and if earl loves one of the little band better than another it is she he has a spacious and well-adorned room opening on a flowery lawn it is called a study and here sometimes at sunset his children gather round him and they stand before a picture a picture on which the sunbeams fall shining on a radiant face with bright proud eyes and sweet smiling lips a picture known to them by the name of innocence end of section eighty six and the end of a fair mystery by bertha m clay